traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Chingo Chats. Keep your politics at the door. If you like political talk, you know, freedom talk is what I call it. Go listen to RPT, Red Pilt Miles. It has its own RSS feed. But right now, this is Chingo Chats. We keep it non-political as best as we can. Because, you know, these days, bro, once you wake up and realize that Hollywood has been compromised, (laughs) Enos Cantor's game time has been reduced. Uh, They cut the feed from the Boston Celtics uh, to to China. Oh, word. They cut the feed every time he plays and shit because he'd be wearing them shoes talking about Taiwan. So the CCP don't want none of them rebellious free speech LeBron, he gonna he gonna he's oh, gonna he play his, his he's gonna play his position. Now he want to sell them brown browns out there in, in Beijing. Not only that, but they're gonna post every other post on ESPN on Instagram about LeBron. Like every other post is yeah. a LeBron post. Yeah, but Enos Cantor and, and the Celtics, so they've been cutting his time and they're not playing the Celtics games in China. So if you like that kind of talk, go listen to RPT. This is Chingo Chats and. We like to react to things in, in the news, brother. Um, first of all, shout out to everybody that came out to all the tour stops. Freedom of Speech Tour is a wrap. Like shout out Salt Lake kind City. Of, uh, patriotic music like something. Thank you. It's over. Twenty twenty one. It's all about the freedom of speech, and um, you know, if you pay attention, censorship is up. And like I was saying earlier, man, once you realize that, like, wait, Hollywood films are largely financed by the ccp and it's like wait is this propaganda like first you start to notice like man films are kind of whack lately like they just keep rehashing stuff but uh but yeah free speech man um it was it was a blast doing uh stand-up comedy and and just reminding people that um that uh you know the comedians they going after the comedians for a reason man uh our job is to find the line of what we can't talk about what's what's taboo what's controversial who you're not allowed to pick on so that we know how free are we really actually this, this is a great uh, jump off point um what what where is that line Chingo? do you think there is a line you know let's just say when you first got into the comedy game or before you even did before when you were just an entertainer of all sorts you know sketches and music and mm-hmm. a public figure and you weren't doing stand-up yet, did you think to yourself, like, there's a line, you know, there's certain things that are untouchable, and then you got into it, and then we're going through this whole cancel culture era of our history? Yeah, yeah, so when I was younger, uh, doing my rap thing, um, you know, anything political I was saying was very like, orale, this is stolen land, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it sounded good, and it felt good to to just be like, they're hating on our primos, fool, but now you grown and shit paying taxes, and you done grew up a little bit, and now you're looking at this disaster on the border, and now you're like, bro, I can't, I can no longer promote this. Yeah. You know, once you grow up, you like, shit, you start feeling like you're the manager of Best Buy, and your primos are like, come on, fool, let me return it, I know I don't have a receipt, and I was like, I know, fool. It's just, man, it's how they do, you know, that, man, fuck these rules, bro. I'm with you. I'm still your cousin. Those bits are still funny. Like, I still love you. I'm still your cousin. But, man, that's the policy here, bro. This is Best Buy, you know. And we just, you know, you can't have the toaster longer than 90 days. And I know I'm your primo and I'm here. I'm in the Best Buy. But, you know, we got rules, player. But um, so back when I was starting, it was PC culture. It was politically correctness. 
Now, my brother-in-law, who's older, he's ex-Marine. He's, like, pretty much been Republican. I think ever since Ronald Reagan in the 80s and him being in the military, he's been very... Um, Pro-America. Yes, and very weary of communism and socialism and, and very suspicious How of, How much like, older is he? He's 13 years older than me. Oh. So, so you know, that's a, they're from a different era, man. They cut from a different cloth. They were, they were, they had to be tougher back then. You know, my era, you know, you got Nintendo and shit. Back then, they were worried about Russia and the Cold War, and it was like the arms race, and, you know, the propaganda was different in the schools, right? But anyway, long story short, I know he would always make little comments about, like, man, this stupid fucking politically correct bullshit making everybody pussies. Yeah. You know what I mean? They pussy pussifying America. And I'd be like, bro, relax. Like, <laughs> like, like relax. Calmate, primo. Put the flag Calmate. away, brother. Like, do you have to wear the, wear the Marine hat everywhere? And, uh, you know, now that I'm older. Do you have to, how rude. Do you what? have to wear that United, you know, Forces hat? Hey, but now I wear, like, my American flag hat yeah, and shit in the, in the airport. And they'd be like, thank you for your service. And I'm like, I just like to represent, but I ain't served. Was fucking some, on some stolen valor shit, start putting medals and shit on you. I'm just a professional shit talker. That's how I contribute to protect our country. But, um, but yeah, man, so hope you guys are enjoying the episode. Real quick reminder, if you haven't yet, hit us up, patreon.com forward slash redpiltamales. If you want all the bonus content, all the premium content, get behind the paywall, access all of the goodies we have, all of the shows, the full episodes, get access to everything. Just go to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. And for the price of a cup of coffee, you could join the Thea, the Tamale Intelligence Agency. All right, back to the show. I don't know what the line is. Obviously, Dave Chappelle, he's learned a thing or two. Uh, Lil Boosie, he's learned a thing or two about like what you can't say and what yeah, you can't do. Yeah, but man, that's, that's the beauty about comedy, Kevin Hart. right? All these people, all these modern, you know, uh, these modern killers, like these modern entertainment icons right but then you go back let's just say 15 maybe 20 years maybe even less not quite like eddie murphy early days but let's just say sam kennison or uh you know even louis ck dice clay these Uh people that were saying shit that was so off the wall and you never heard i mean maybe because of the internet and publications were different i think we just had i know this is sound of a rpt type of conversation but in terms of culture we hadn't been all the way compromised yet. So, totally. So, so in other words, all the woke stuff, like uh, Ibram X. Kendi and all these anti-racist books or whatever mm-hmm. um, that Brian Callen was speaking about on, yeah. on TFAT K. Um, well, that was Conspiracy Social Club. Oh, and, that's and what that say, was. Yeah. My bad. Okay. The clip came through so small. Bro. Weird. Yeah, sometimes it does that on iPhones. It compressed it. I, maybe my data. I done ran up my data. <laughs> but um, Unlimited is uh, expensive. You know? Okay, so, so for example, here's what I want to say. Old school Eddie Murphy stand up. Mm-hmm. Bro, you got to go back and hear some of this shit. Like, this the shit I grew up on. This the shit I grew up on. Like, some of them jokes, he you can't play that today. Oh, you know what? I've never actually gone through the whole specials. Bro, I've only heard clips. Bro, he was, I think Schultz referenced it the other day uh, when he was telling his Eddie Murphy story. Oh, from but, the movie? Because I didn't know Schultz. Um, well, a lot of us were, but. I didn't know Eddie Murphy was so, so high on the list for him as like, yo, this is this is what I want to do. From the very first Chingo chat, 
Um, there's like a highlight on the What Did He Said page. It's from the first Chingo chat, which I think was in December or January of this year. Um, that was kind of the thing, exactly what Schultz was saying. You know, Eddie Murphy was like, I looked up to him and that's what got me in the comedy. But anyway, go on. Yeah, so some of the jokes he was doing was like, what if uh, Ralph Cramden of uh, The Honeymooners was gay? And it's like, what if Mr. T was gay? He does this whole act out like, oh, yeah. He's like, uh, he does all these voices and and like some crazy act outs. And he's saying some wild stuff that in 2021... Woo, boy. This going to be like, Eddie done misgendered somebody. That's the shit I hate, man. Like, that's what com- that's why comedians were, like, the coolest people on earth. Because they could say anything they wanted. Obviously, as long as they made it funny or thought-provoking or whatever. But it's like nothing was off limits for them. And now... The 80s were a different time, bro. That's back when America was still the motherfucking bald-head eagle. Like, it was the 80s. The 80s, everybody was, like, patriotic. Well, so even even after 9-11, people really came together and it's like they hopped on TV like, go get your flag. Yeah. You better fly that flag, man. We under attack. We didn't know it was like, you know, some inside crazy shit going on. Remember, I think there's this funny story that goes around about Joey Diaz after, uh, was it Casey Anthony that drowned her kids? <sighs> Okay, what happened? Was it? Do you remember? Do you know uh, yeah, Joey's story, like this, uh, this Joey Diaz story where that the very next day he goes out at the comedy store in the OR and he's like, he makes a joke. He starts a, a joke about her and the kids or whatever. And he's like, you know, Joey Diaz. This is also like ten plus years ago, fifteen years ago maybe. Where he's like, uh, <laughs> those kids will not be missed. I heard they were bad kids. They sat this close to the TV. They never put their blocks up. They won't be missed. You know. And he made a crazy joke like that. But it was so funny the way that he put yeah, it together. Like he could pull it off. What's off limits if that's the case? You know. Yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I'm sure some of these alt comedians are like try to be edgy just for the sake of being edgy. Yeah. But. Uh, but in the grand scheme of things, man, it's like, for example, have we talked about, perfect segue, have we talked about Tim Dillon and Michael Shea in the SNL thing? Barely. I mean, not barely. We did kind of talk about it, but we, on that was on RPT, right? Okay. So now we could, you know, get deeper into okay, it. Okay, yeah. On let's go chat. in. Let's go in. Let's go in. All right. So I know other podcasts have covered this, but hey, we ain't other podcasts, That's baby. Right. We got our own sauce before I believe it. So uh, I guess the way it all began is... SNL dropped a skit where it was a uh, Big Bird, I forget the guy's name, some comedian, I don't know who the fuck. And then you had tall ass, goofy ass Pete Davidson as Joe Rogan. Tall, skinny Pete Davidson, not a little muscle suit on under the shirt, not fake tattoo, nothing. Just walks up looking like Uncle Fester chewing on uh, ivermectins, right? So it was like Sesame on Ted Cruz Street or something. And the writing, uh, Tim Dillon made a comment. I guess it was a tweet where he was like, SNL been funny for decades. You know, don't get it twisted. SNL will, used to be pretty fucking funny as of recently. He's like, but this shit is, what the fuck is this? He's like, it's more propaganda than everything. And he's like, I'm not just saying it because I'm Rogan's friend. And But he's like, y'all are washed. Y'all are corny. Y'all are lame. Yeah. And then Michael Shea is the what, what, head writer, co-head writer. Yeah. He's been the man over there for about eight years. And then he threw a jab on his Instagram stories because he's not allowed to be on Twitter when you work for NBC. Not allowed. Yeah, you ain't allowed. You ain't an independent free man, bruh, like Tim Dillon. So somebody, I guess, hit up Shay, and they were like, yeah, but Tim Dillon makes 190K a month yeah. off Patreon. And he was like, don't get fresh, Tim. We all know who Tim really is. He's a humble, sweet guy, but he ain't making it stand-up. And he over there trying to be a media personality. And it's like, you mean a podcast, motherfucker? That's what you mean? Media person? Says the guy on an NBC TV show? It's like, wait, you mad because he pointed out the obvious that 
that y'all are forcing these narratives. It's like it's he said uh Tim Dillon had a good critique. He said it's more talking points than jokes. Yeah. He's like, there's a hundred ways y'all could have made this funny. Also the attack of it, like he's a he's a online media personality. That 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 jab, you know, even though it was a jab, it didn't really seem like something that really makes a lot of sense in 2021. Like, who's not trying to be, if they're already on, if they're online, some sort of personality? And it just so happens that it's, if it's social media, I mean, it's what we've talked about, it. it might not translate to the stage, but you're still a media personality. It really doesn't matter who you are. If The View was a sketch show, boof, it'd be the SNL, basically. It is. It's the SNL of morning daytime TV. The View is the SNL of morning daytime TV. And we're going to play that clip on RPT next. That's ridiculous. Okay. Now, before I get off track and my blood pressure goes up, because we're recording RPT after this, um, that is the end of the teaser. All right? If you want the whole enchilada, the full shebang, that's strictly for the patrons, we're hitting y'all with more premium content. So head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales and get full access to all of the shows, all of the content, and all the premium exclusives all right see you there patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales Sus.